0: Hi everybody and welcome to a new episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm your host Byron Carlin and with me today I have Freddie Pritchard on, also known as Grimmy Ranner, who is a professional esports commentator and journalist, largely working with the game CSGO, which is also known as Counter-Strike for people who aren't gamers. Um, I remember Counter-Strike coming out in 2000. I had it on the Xbox and I also had Counter-Strike Global Defensive on the Xbox 360. It is like the quintessential competitive shooter, like its longevity is ridiculous. I think Counter-Strike Global Offensive came out in 2012 and it's still one of those games that you see at esports competitions and stuff. So it was amazing having Freddy on. I would have thought that I was a big gamer and would have known a bit about esports. It turns out I don't know that much at all. Um, So it was a fascinating conversation. Even talking about some of the money that goes into these tournaments, um, all the gamers that are in it, it it was a really, really fascinating conversation. I loved it. Um... I actually met Freddie in a pub, met him in Whelan's after a gig, which made me thinking, how many guests on the podcast have I met after a gig and has to be on the on the show? And it's like 80% at this point, I think. It's something ridiculous. So uh, if you want to come on, I think that's the best way to do it. But anyway, I'm going to stop rambling. I'm going to get on with the episode. Um, and here's the theme music by Zach Stevenson. Recording now, I hit it there. This is episode number 32, and I'm joined by Freddie Pritchard, also known as Grimmy Ranner, is it? Definitely. Yes, perfect. We met in Whelan's, I think. Yeah,
1: I think it was a a strange night in Whelan's. I was pulled out by my friend who is friends with Skinner. Skinner? Skinner, yeah. Yeah. He knows, it was like the photographer Connor who was doing the photography that night. Oh, Connor's Creations, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I met him as well. I just met everyone that night, pretty much. It was Connor's Creations uh and then skinner and then my friend turned around and was like oh you should meet this guy uh, to like to me to you Mm. uh and then i think we spoke for minutes if that and then here i am yes was someone playing i can't even remember why i was there (laughs) it would have been skinner skinner was playing in wheelands yes
0: Oh, Wheelands Wants to Watch. It was Wheelands Wants to Watch, yes. wasn't it? Yes, yes. Okay, that, that reminds me. Okay, that brings me back. Right, so uh, if you would just want to introduce you, So you're an esports commentator and journalist, I said, would that be kind of... Yeah,
1: I think that's yeah. pretty... Um, so I mainly focus in CSGO commentating. Um, I'm currently under a full-time contract with a company called CCT. And the whole idea is that they have games fucking all the time. <laughs> it's... it's um It's... A seven. It's, it's it's split between seven different regions. So you've got North America, South America, and then all the Europe's, mm. and they all have their respective online tournaments and then offline tournaments. And the whole idea is that you're getting points throughout this whole like literal two year tour, um, and then you have this massive tournament which is five hundred thousand euro uh, five hundred five hundred thousand dollars prize pool at the beginning of twenty twenty four. So it's a really big, just like massive project they normally in esports for people who don't know you wouldn't be under contract for stuff like this this oh, would you is not? this is like the f- like when, when this came about it was a massive like everyone was talking about mm-hmm. it um and at my time of my career it was perfect so i got the offer and was the first person signed the contract perfect decision it was really good and there's eight of us on the contract and they also have like an army of freelancers who do like come in when we can't do it and stuff like that. Mm. And then yeah, with the journalism, um, I picked it up this summer. There's a a website called UKCSGO, and it used to be massive in like 2019. And then the person who run it got an offer from Wolves Esports, so works Wolves there. Wolves Esports, yeah. So you know Wolves like the football team. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, they're we me, co-owned yeah. by a um, a, well, the people who own them own also a esports company which i'm actually wearing their jersey right now eg gaming <laughs> so they like are very invested in esports so the guy who used to run that went over to eg uh, was went, went over to wolves and like does all the esports stuff there um and the, the website died basically right. and then the guy who runs it now is one of the better writers in esports and he just kind of turned around took a group of us and was like look we should do this and everyone just went yeah you know what yeah so we we restarted the website back in summer and it's like it's going so well it's gone a lot better than anyone would have expected and like we're just getting better and better and i do a lot of freelance stuff on the side as well with that
0: yeah and like how did you get all so we'll actually we'll think about how did you get into it in the first place were you a big gamer when you were younger or like what led to the the
1: journey basically um yeah so my, my my brothers are 10 years and seven years older than me so i okay. grew up kind of around them playing like call of duty uh and they would always have their like older friends over and would always exclude me and you know like as a, as a younger brother you yeah. want to get involved so when they went off to university in school i would sit down there and grind the fuck out of call of duty <laughs> so they would come back and i would just smack their asses and like that just gave me such like a fun just like i would they would come back and i'd be better than them And then just like friends at school playing games and then i found csgo in 2016 2015 late 2015 and just fell in love with the game like i I don't know what it was about it i think you know skins in csgo you can can buy
0: like so when i was playing csgo i i had counter-strike on uh xbox the original xbox (laughs) um it was class and then i also had counter-strike csgo on the xbox 360. so i've actually never played it on uh, pc well i sorry i have played on pc when I got this PC yeah. which we're recording off at the moment I played it for the first time and I was just like because there's no you know you're not dealing with mouse and keyboard yeah, players yeah, when you're on yeah. the s 60." so went on to it and just was absolutely annihilated ah, yeah. in two seconds I was like it's it's past me now this goes <laughs> yeah if anyone
1: doesn't know in CSGO like Call of Duty and all those other games you can buy skins in the game mm. for your weapons and it's massive it's Absolutely huge. Like, I'm going to Poland. I was saying to you, yeah. it's like for a skin website. Like, it's absolutely huge. Like, they, um, I saw someone sell sign on Twitter the other day for 500k.
0: Yeah, they go for crazy. M- like, Should I remember the, yeah. uh, do you remember that there the was that? Uh, controversy with the the website that oh, was set up, oh Syndica syndicate yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, but like some of the the skins go for like particularly for the sniper the AWP, yeah. fuck, just crazy and the knives as well. I oh, think oh yeah. yeah,
1: and um, it's just going more and more. But yes, yeah, so I I I think I was like attracted to the skins, which is ironic, because it's kind of come full circle now, yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm I'm like working <laughs> with people who use skins. But um, so this is this is a bit of an obscure one. So I grew up in a very like traditional family, mm. no no gaming. You know, like that wasn't science. That was um. Approved of, right? And I actually used to compete in equestrian at like quite a high level.
0: Yeah, I saw. I was. I have that written down as a question. Yeah. So it's Like, where does that come into? Um,
1: <laughs> and like, I used to work. Like, we, we we live on a farm. I've grown up on a farm my whole life. Yeah. Uh, like, I've worked with horses since I was a child. And when I was sixteen, I had a really bad accident uh, and almost died. Like a horse. Jesus. I had um so uh, a rotation. So the horse like rolled on me and like oh, I was out me. for half an hour. Um, came off surprisingly well though. Like
0: out for half an hour. Yeah. Wow, And okay.
1: like came off surprisingly well only had like a broken collarbone and like my back is a little bit skewed still like muscles wise Yeah, well, some of the other um, yeah exactly. It was like it came off surprisingly well And then so that was just in the before that was 2019 summer And so I was like properly depressed about it. like it, it, it kind of hit me mm. pretty hard And I just I just stopped I realized I could cause I broke my left collarbone I realized I could still play CS. Cause I was still playing CS like quite a lot now Yeah, I realized I could put my arm on the uh, on the on the table and still be like fine playing CS be playing like 15 hours a day regular <laughs>
0: 15 hours
1: like well, so i literally like i was <laughs> fairly depressed and just like i couldn't do anything else I suppose, Yeah. and doing anything. it just worked and yeah. like it worked over nicely and then uh covid hit not too long afterwards um and i basically just went into covid and just went like uh, and like I, in, in school, I was doing more than well. Like I was straight A's. I was fine with that. So I could kind of almost like neglect school in like the online stuff. And I I picked up like competitive CS, and that's kind of how I got into everything and just started playing like UK competitive CS yeah. for best part of a year and a half, two years. Um, and then I went to university and like I was going to competitions. Um, I've come top eight at like the top UK land. Jesus. Um, and like I was playing. I I, I never was like amazing but i was like good yeah so i was i'll take that to the grave um, yeah, being
0: good at csgo is di- like you yeah. can say you're good at some shooters to be good at csgo is pretty impressive yeah. i remember what was it uh i was going out with a girl and her younger cousin who i think was 11 and i would have been 19 <laughs> was big into csgo and i was still playing on the extra 360 60 because i hadn't got a new uh I'd, they, we were on the ps4 at this stage i think and i was still playing the extra c60 so um it's PS4 yeah yeah but uh, I was just talking about it and stuff and he was like I'd absolutely destroy you and he was like 11 <laughs> years of age and I was just like what and he goes I would destroy you and he goes you being good at COD doesn't mean you're good at CSGO I was like I yeah. can do it and I just watched him play for like two seconds I was like fuck's sake it was yeah, almost like he could see that. through walls like he had an aimbot or something yeah, like. it's just yeah. ridiculous it's um, an impressive shooter what, what do you actually think makes it uh, to the point that it's like still going because Like, what do you think? Because it is, in my opinion, when you think of a competitive shooter, the gold standard would be CSGO. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think a big part of it is first, the community is just so big now. Mm. Like, it's so refined. And that's, and it hasn't, the game, if you look back 20 years ago, the game hasn't changed that much no it hasn't changed at like all. it's literally identical and it's so simple the movement it's like the pacing wise as well so people say it's about valorant it's too slow and like the movement speed is a little bit too slow mm. cs is just perfect like the the game changes every six months and everyone sits there like oh nice the yeah. same like <laughs> I, I will sit there and i will watch the same game for six months and i won't complain one bit and i don't know how But it just works and Mm. I think a big part of it is that the game doesn't change But you always have people changing the game within the game So you have like new ideas new strategies new like oh my god I found out you could do this and that just never ends. Yeah, and somehow a map's been around for 10 15 years I'm still seeing new stuff to this day because you have like Thousands and millions of people all trying to figure out how to do new stuff Mm. and I think it just it's it's also very competitive like competitively at the top Mm. level you have a dynasty max for a year and that just is very rare now like you had maybe really like it's you that? have teams every other tournament as a new team winning and i think that's Jesus. why it's and also um a big part of cs nowadays is the like tier one to tier four everyone is mechanically the exact same so you have the ability as a tier four team that's probably unsalaried in an open qualifier you could probably be the best team in the world fuck
0: <laughs> jesus what's your favorite map actually you just mentioned the maps there Ooh, favorite
1: <laughs> map um i i really like nuke um nuke? i don't know if, oh, because really? it's uh it's it, it's it's definitely a map that is a little less one-dimensional yeah. and i think it has like a lot more to it and um yeah it's just fun to watch i think i love I think. office i always thought office oh, was oh yeah bit of crack, <laughs> that would be
0: uh, so like how? So your first, so you, so you're competing all that kind of stuff. How did you get your first? You were telling me obviously before you before we started your first uh commentating job. Um,
1: so especially through competing, you just meet people mm. in the UK and Irish scene. It's a small world. Everyone kind of knows each other um and when i came to university i think so for competing i was never being paid never being paid but i was putting like 10 hours a day into the game and that's what you have to do and i just couldn't hack it at that stage i went to university after like two years and i was like you know what i just want to enjoy university and um maybe october time so like a month in uh, I was like settled in university And I get I get, a, I get an at on a tweet And I was like looking for a commentator uh, For this time And I mm. messaged him because I knew him And I was like yeah I'd, I'd, I'd love to give it a go Because I I, I I dabbled a little bit in streaming So I that summer I was like full time streaming I was streaming every single day yeah. And we'd pull up games And just like commentate over them But it'd be like more jokey type things uh, And we'd have like a group of six people in the pool And we'd be like watching uh, UK games for instance sure. um, And so I went on to this tournament And it was like a legit seated tournament That paid well Had decent teams and i was there like how the fuck have i got here (laughs) um and i hop on the commentating on the first day and there was this american and english guy that i duoed with in two different games and they both said to me afterwards they were like that wasn't bad like this if for your first time that wasn't awful like Mm. it's obviously not great but that was genuinely not bad and a big part of that because i had such a good knowledge about the game that a lot of people wouldn't have because i'd played at a high like a decent level um and it was at a very busy time in like the circuit so there's a tournament that a lot of the higher people wouldn't be caring about so i ended up just picking up like so many games and ended up doing like the semi-finals of the tournament in the end just, oh the, really <laughs> yeah like i ended up doing like the semi-finals i did like a lot of the playoffs and the group stages made a fair amount of money and sat there and went oh fuck yeah. like this is <laughs> this like th- if this is a thing um and the only issue is that um in esports when you sort of you tend to like stream your you stream the game yourself and you commentate over it like it's a very self-produced thing okay um, so you there's like organise there's like leagues where you can get the ip for free yeah and orgs would like pay you to be like can you i'll pay you a tenner to stream our game and stuff like that. Okay. Um. So I couldn't do that because of university because the Wi-Fi is really bad. Mm. Um. And the end of the year was just very slow. And I came into the new year and I was like, ah, like it was fun while yeah. it lasted. That will probably be it. And this is where my best friend, B Dog or Brandon, comes in, who I used to compete with. He's uh, I've known him since like 2017. He's um, he works an accountant or worked as an accountant, and he messaged me out of the blue. I hadn't spoken to me like four months. And he goes, look, Freddie, like, and, and he, he won't mind saying this. He was like, look, Freddie, fucking hate my life. Um, I'm doing accounting. It's boring as shite. I want to do more. I see you're doing this stuff. Is there any chance that we can do this together? Mm. And I was like, can you stream? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, let's give it a go. Because like, I've known this lad since 2017. I've camped with him. I've gone to, like, games. I've gone yeah. to events with him. Mm. Uh, and we both sat there and we went, like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it um so at the start of last year on january the 6th was our first ever cast together sure and by the end of the year we've i've casted in front of 50, 50, uh, 50 people Fuck. he's casted some of the biggest events of the year um i've interviewed like carrigan after he the the the, the, the 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 captain of phase after he'd won one of the biggest events of the year we basically just took the year and went we're gonna go full-time even though we're not full-time yeah and he quit his job middle of summer uh, we both got the full-time contracts together in summer, and I'm still at university, so I'm technically not full-time, Happy but out. I would be full-time.
0: <laughs> nice. How did you get the interview with FaZe, actually? Did you just bump into him, or so, did you just... So,
1: <laughs> at events, we'll, I, I, we can come on to this maybe a little yeah, bit yeah, in the past, do it? but, yeah. like, um, like, I have a press badge, and we've been in the press area, mm. so I've interviewed two FaZe players before um at the events are like you have like a press area and are, it's very different each event but some events you just have like they finish the games and you just grab them after the games yeah. some events like the one i interviewed him is a lot more professional and they have like press times so they'd have like you have an hour the players are going to be here get an interview mm. yeah
0: all right okay um yeah so you sent me the the champion of champion things like if you want to talk a little bit about
1: that because that looks like it's
0: gonna be fucking huge as well (laughs) um
1: it's just very new like so the the people who are running it aren't new to esports so they would have done a lot of stuff in the past and yeah it's like it's basically just a lot of games and it's great for firstly the teams because like they're they're giving so many teams so many chances to play uh, on hltv which is like a website which has like the database um and it has all the live games but they have a, a standard to play out so it's not always easy to play on hltv okay. and these games are always being featured on there every single game's on there um and then for commentators like me it basically just started my career like as in like it was like the thing that like properly just like blew me up where i was commentating maybe like three times a week to pretty much every single day um and like we're doing it's a it's a, it's a lot it's very hard um and it's across seven different regions i was saying so you got north america south america and then just like west europe north europe south europe central europe east europe uh and so it's four online tournaments and you get points from that so like, if you win you get 150 points for instance and off those four online tournaments there's an offline tournament which is on land okay. very small only like eight teams you have three qualified and then five invited uh, so, the top three from the first four online tournaments mm. will go to the offline tournaments. So, we actually have the first one starting next month. Uh, it's the Central Europe one. It's in Malta. Um, it's it's looking, in Malta? Yeah. Nice. Oh, <laughs> will get the You get to go to Malta. Um, we'll get on. I, okay, we'll get. Yeah, we'll get on. When's this podcast coming out?
0: <laughs> uh, it'll be out uh, probably f- Friday.
1: I will not say. okay <laughs> I will I will I will um that's something I'm I'm not sure if I'm allowed to speak about. Okay.
0: It might be out next week now. As next well, week. So. Well, okay.
1: <laughs> but um so hopefully I will be involved in that. Okay. Um and it's but yeah, so then they do that for every single uh, region, times it by two. So you have four online, offline, four online, offline.
0: Can you attend the LAN meetings? The LAN sorry, the LAN meetings, the LAN uh, games matches. Pardon? can can people attend them like
1: oh so no so these so these are all like the studio ones are like closed doors closed doors so yeah. um it will literally be a couple press um photographer the admins the players the people who are working on the event that's it that's it oh, and right. i personally love those events because it's very like close-knit and you it's, don't yeah, have attention
0: like, and it's fucking huge as well it, in the room. yeah <laughs> it's just nice
1: it's very relaxed like you get to actually speak to people no one's really that stressed um, so there's going to be basically just like a lot of just CS mm. and there's a lot of money in it. So every online tournament is 50,000. Um, so if you win, you get like, I think 22,000 and then the offlines are a hundred thousand. So it's like millions and millions. I think it'd be about two point two point nine or 2.8 million in online tournaments. I think 3
0: million listed today. Yeah. When I went on to and this. then,
1: and then the 500,000 for the finals, which would be the big one. Yeah. That would be the attended. And like, When this all got announced, a lot of people were very uh, skeptical, because it's like, that's a lot of money, it's a very big plan. Yeah. What? And so far, it's working out surprisingly well. (laughs) And so, like, we're doing a lot of content on the side, so the podcast i hosted it alongside brandon who i was talking about yeah, yeah. we grabbed one of the like one of the players from central europe and we had like a two-hour conversation with him super cool so we're like doing and then like i've got a top 10 players coming out in a few days where like they were like oh can you record this video for us and like make it and i was like yeah sure um and yeah that's pretty much it and then so i also do stuff on the side i would i would do freelance stuff when i get the offer mm. but i would definitely prioritize ctt like it's just just my, like, full-time job now, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Sure, why would you not? Like, if yeah. it's
0: going that well, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, uh, so the next question that I have for you was... Um what, what's happening at EEM katowice okay
1: yeah so that's <laughs> in poland so this would be a so this is for like my journalism side of it yeah so i was talking about like the uk csgo uh i also do a lot of freelance stuff so the people i went to clone with them and you basically go there and like you just record interviews and you mm-hmm. record content and i was talking to you about how like you just there's a press area um and it like as long as you have a press badge the players will just give you an interview because if you're there you're there for a That's reason like it, it, if, if, <laughs> if you've got there you've got there for a reason yeah. um and so i'm in a position now where i know a lot of the players i know a lot of the talent like the commentators so i'm looking to get like longer form interviews done as well so it's a um one million dollar event it's part of like a massive one million yeah and Jesus. there's like it's part of so it's called the iem which is the intel extreme masters um yeah. and there's like a lot of them per year and you go to like cologne so the katavita one has been going on for like eight years it's a big it's it's one of the cs events of the year um and cologne when i was there in summer another one of them is like Mm. one of the cs events of the year stadium will have like i'd say twenty thousand people in it um it's gonna be like online they'd reach well over a million views it's one of it's gonna be great fun for starters just long days like we'd be doing 15 hour work days four of them are drinking um
0: that's not work
1: no you, you'd be like i'm saying this now you'd be surprised because if you don't go out drinking in the evenings with everyone you don't meet anyone it's a big you don't it's have a to drink re- though you okay you don't have to drink but it's a it's a very big part of it of going out and having the social and like meeting people I'm Sure.
0: how do you think how i get half my guests <laughs> um <laughs>
1: But yeah so i'll be doing interviews there um i'm going with esport fire which actually are a skin website um and, yeah, they, I saw that, and they're yeah. trying to like branch into um like esports uh, and the guy who runs it is lovely I, I, me, I met him in cologne and like we worked here in cologne and he went fuck that went really well let's do more and i was like <laughs> okay um so we're but we're literally in and out like it's the play, we're only doing playoffs and it starts is friday saturday sunday i land in poland at 10 a.m friday uh we'll get to the event like two hours before the first interviewing session and then we'll be um on the monday we'll be leaving to go to the cct event oh jesus so it's like long it's long week, like yeah. in and out pretty much we're like and but um like i have like my whole friendship group are there like like i my like a lot of my friends all work in press so we're, we're all going to be there and it's like the boys in poland pretty much as well <laughs> <laughs>
0: and um what was it you sent me this thing that i found it was uh quite the uh hcg thing the funny thing what i couldn't get over that was that they said that it was a lack of funding but they're doing crazy cash money out of those yeah it was a uh, oh absolute, so if you want it, by the way explain it because like i'll butcher obviously shit now. show yeah. of an event yeah
1: so this was like my first event this right. was back in like late february march i got contacted um well we, yeah we got contacted and we were, they were like we're doing this like 300, like a, a, a lot of money. It's like 280k prize pool.
0: That's what that's why I thought i was like, and where like, the hell is
1: gonna... We saw it and it did look pretty dodgy, okay. But we went, We're gonna get a lot of experience, and we did. We got a lot of experience of it, and we met a lot of people through it because mm. people were like messaging us, being like, Hey, like, do you need help with it? Because like they saw the shit show afterwards, so we ended up meeting a lot of people through it, and it kind of worked out in the end all fine. Um, but we went into it, and me and B Dog, we did so much, we did like I'd say, like, between, like, half the tournament, a lot of games, um, and we were owed a lot of money, um, and coming around to the end, the, the end of the, the tournament and the playoffs, they wanted to do it, like, in Portugal, so we were, like, offered this, like, this was, like, again, first tournament we've ever done, like, big tournament, and we're there being, like, Jesus, like, this is our break, um and then the week we're supposed to go to portugal we're like why aren't our flights booked all that jazz we knew it was dodgy in the back of our heads everyone did they turn around and like someone like one of the head admins is like oh my god we got scammed and it's like bollocks yeah um very hard time because it was like even though we knew it wasn't that great in the back of our head we still were like we might be going to portugal with all these great teams and we might be like our like first big breakers commentators and it was gonna be really exciting in the end not meant to be But yeah, and then um, it like I kind of sat there and I was like, ah sure look on to the next one Twitter blew up. Everyone was talking about it because you have like teams who were paid. And no one's been paid still, pretty much. Like there was 180,000, I
0: think it was something in revenue that hasn't been paid. Yeah, hours, like I'd crazy. say it's more than that. More than that, I, I'd yeah. say
1: it's more than that. Like people not disclosing it. Like team. Like so, it's 180k prize pool, and then you have all the producers who haven't. Oh, so that's
0: what it was then. The, yeah. Jesus, yeah. So yeah. the
1: producers haven't been paid. Like some of the producers are owed like tens of thousands, and these are people who were like relying. Like for me, it's not that bad. I was like, move on. Some of the production crew. There was like a massive production crew in portugal they all still owed like a lot of money and mm. that was a big deal for them um and then yeah so twitter absolutely blew up and because we were part of it and because we were a very big part of it we were in the middle of it but luckily no one like eh, eh, Everyone knew our involvement wasn't yeah. bad. Um, so, like, articles were being written about us. I was getting reached out for, like, quotes and <laughs> stuff. And I was there, like... There really is no such thing as bad press. Like. <laughs> yeah, I was there, like, what's happening? And, like, loads of commentators were, like, big commentators, like, messaging us, being, like, do you need our help? Like, what's the crack? Like, let's, like, get us involved. Players were in my DMs being, like, what do you know about this? And I was there as a very fresh commentator being, like, uh... Uh, yeah that's awesome I'm gonna turn off Twitter for a week and just was (laughs) like I don't like this is not something I want to get involved in and um, people actually got very negative outcomes because like some of the commentators were like very verbal about it and then other verbalizing and criticizing yeah and just just being like this is what's happening and some other tournament organizers just went we don't want you part of our event if you're going to criticize. Yeah,
0: especially like, oh, I imagine there weren't NDAs going around, but you should should probably wait and get the full facts before it goes straight on the attack. Yeah,
1: and it's just a really funny, like, just to think, it's just something to think back on, of like, at that period in time, I was like, this was like such like a big blow in my career, and Mm. then now it's just like, oh, that was funny.
0: (laughs) Uh, You were touching on it earlier, actually, because like eSports now, uh, like earlier before we started recording, eSports, I think, uh, internationally like we're saying to you like Japan all that kind of stuff they have stadiums where it looks like the Olympics is going down when they have it Yeah. Why wh- do you think Ireland will ever get to the level that like, because you were saying that it's not as large here as it is uh, elsewhere do you think it'll ever get to that level
1: I don't think Ireland no, you, I think I, I don't think I think England could England could I, I don't think Ireland why I,
0: not do you what, is it just the is it an attitude thing towards it or
1: Oh, hundred percent. The attitude yeah. thing does make a difference. Uh, government as well, big thing. So, like, if you look at Denmark, the government is giving, like, the president, like the or well, prime minister, I guess, is giving speeches at esports events. You <laughs> have that level of like, and um, a Danish writer I work with, her mom. The reason why she's in esports is because her mom, who was like the mayor of Odense, which is a, a city in Denmark, was like advocating for esports and like brought one of the events to Odense. So, like, you have these people in these different countries who are just growing up with it. And um I think in, in Ireland it's definitely growing. You've got a lot of these organizations popping up now. So you've got Wild, who are co-owned by Usain Bolt. Oh really? Gas, <laughs> and they've got like they are definitely like on the rise. But then you look at um you look at these like Irish organizations and you've got natives as well, who are another one who um uh, uh like um Nick or like Kurt Pittman who used to like work in traditional sports kinda of, like came over like he used to work for, like Aston Villa and stuff like okay. that. Um, but you look at these these organizations they don't have irish teams Mm. so they're like irish organizations um who are like based in ireland but then don't have irish teams because irish players are just there's just not enough good irish players and um i think it's just yeah it's just like the the people like no one knows about it like i Mm. I talk to my friends and they're like oh what you do?" like oh i'm an esports commentator what the fuck's esports no one knows what it is whereas in denmark and these places everyone just knows the word and it's a lot more accepted like i know people here would definitely look at what i do and be like oh Mm. you nerd and stuff like that i'm like oh well i i I make a full-time living off it and like all this stuff and people just don't understand that and i think the government plays a very big part in it so in england they are starting to push it a little bit more and like esports wales is funded by the government in wales so you have these like um small um organizations starting to grow i think that's a very big part you can't just throw money at something and it blow up it has to be a very gradual thing where they start just like i i wouldn't i this is like i would want to know more about it like how it just started in denmark but i think it's like a big part of it would be like maybe just teaching people about it and being like this is a legit thing because i was saying to you in denmark they like it's part of their curriculum and someone that I'm friends with... No, I find that insane. Like, yeah, I find it's that crazy. Because like,
0: the only games that we would ever play when I was in school were like the Magic School Bus things. Like, they were yeah. learning-based games. Not not the idea that you'd be able to play, sit down and play CSGO or even any they any kind of learning. competitive game at all. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I would yeah. never have
1: played it. Yeah, well, that's... like I guess that's like the, the, the social attitude towards it is a very negative thing. Mm. Um, but even like you were saying, like the Magic School Bus to learn. Someone I was in Denmark with um, not too long ago, he his job is to like turn cs into a school learning game so he go he has like two schools that he like gives them like a curriculum and they play cs and the teachers teach them like maths and team building and stuff like that mm. through CS:GO. so it's like they've incorporated a competitive game where people want to play it and they're teaching them like life like values while also getting better shooting at CS. people. <laughs> it, in a weird like it works that's the thing and it's crazy
0: sorry how does it work
1: i i didn't go into too much depth about it but he was like and they're bringing it to ireland a little bit and i was talking to someone about it and it's like um like the the stuff you learn making it more enjoyable and accessible and it's almost like tricking the kids into learning Mm. so like they're playing cs and all they think is that they're playing cs however they're learning about uh like how to deal with money for instance how to like teamwork how to communicate with people and that's like very life lesson to have like teamwork and communicating with people so the kids don't understand they're learning this but they are mm. they just think they're playing cs and they're like oh it's gas <laughs> however they're actually learning so much more and it's very tailored to do that um and then like there are literally schools where like they're just esports schools like pro players uh, i know a swedish team two of them own a school and like they oh. literally go to school part-time um, like the people and like they well they own like a department in a school and they have like a stu like they have like a whole like set up room um and from like two to four every day these players these kids will come in and play C S and they'd be taught by the best level in like
0: a regular school like yeah. let's say school where and what sorry where is this taking part in? Does, Sweden, Sweden,
1: Denmark, every, like most schools have it where it will just be so instead of playing football kids go play in CS and they have teachers who are... Oh, so are, they just
0: substituted so for P Is a sports Yeah, oh, right, pretty okay.
1: much. And then, like, um, and they also have it as, like, um almost like a junior set. All right, okay. They, they, they're learning, like, business management and stuff like that um, in esports. Um, and it's just such... It's become such a, like, normal thing. Mm. Like, I just go there and I'm walking around and, like, you just hear people talking about it. And it's just... And I, I just... I actually don't know how you'd be able to get to that because it's how do you turn i think in uk and in ireland it's just not a culture that would be equipped for it because people look at gaming and they're like oh nerd it's like how would you how would you come from that to what it's like in the rest of the world
0: yeah it's like it's like i don't know like i like i stream on twitch have a few yeah. friends and all that kind of stuff that uh, stream as well but like i couldn't tell you any competitive irish streamer now to be honest i like the only the only <laughs> the only irish players that come to my mind are like like jacksepticeye and that kind of stuff you know what I mean but they're not they don't competitively play they're just youtubers yeah Yeah, they're not the same yeah it's not the same thing um do you like you said you don't know it. do you know any like ones to check out
1: i know one irish streamer um his name's jack igor and he okay. does Valorant, and he's a lovely man a great friend of mine uh and he's blown up this year he's definitely he's definitely great for like so it's like yes yeah, someone like him very interesting story i've got an interview with him i haven't published it yet he hate he's gonna he's killing me for it but it's a very <laughs> long interview um he basically said like look he got bullied as a like when he was at school for streaming and, for streaming yeah and now he's just like literally like one of the faces of valorant and all his friends are like they used to bully him are like oh my god yeah, yeah, nice, yeah. nice 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 <laughs> and like that's the problem you have that still type of mentality of someone sees someone like a twitch streamer because it's, it's not the normal when it becomes a normal it'll be fine but as it's not a normal thing yet people will criticize you for it and then as soon as they're saying oh this guy is sponsored by msi oh, i'm gonna go I-, I know that brand i'm yeah, gonna go yeah, congratulate yeah. them and like, i've had that with people which is the same with the same with everything. Like you wouldn't people. get it as much with traditional sports, for instance. If you see someone competing in football or in or in gar or in or hurling, oh, it's, it's yeah. like they're like even if they're fairly shy, you have everyone going, "That's so cool! Oh my god, that's really cool!" Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah, you do. I do. You do see what kind of more niche things like I like. There's friends of mine now that are that have been in bands some people going like you're still doing music and then when they you know when they get something yeah. successful they're just like oh my god i love that band it's like you weren't you didn't fucking love them two years yeah. ago <laughs> i think that's
1: the problem of just that's a society thing like yeah, you don't need, is I, I actually thing, yeah. don't know like what, what, do you think there's a, like sign to fix that
0: uh oh god no i think that's just like you could you could normalize these things as much as possible and people will still just find a way to be just be like yeah. oh that's kind of like even like uh even like with so- something as simple as painting or reading a book or something isn't it? like i i've been reading a book recently my friend is slagging me for reading books i'm just like what the fuck How, what's wrong with that yeah, you know that it's not like, like not a, and obviously i'm not trying to make a career in reading because you can't you but you should that enjoy kind of, reading a book but that's what i mean it's this kind of like people just i think people just want to heart, just want to have a go every so often yeah. it's just it's just a human nature thing unfortunately
1: yeah. it's, it's funny mentioning books really off topic i've actually started reading poetry oh really because uh be like oh fuck, every, oh, fuck um, no okay. just like a little <laughs> creative like poetry book because it was like to improve like my because um do you know peter drury the football commentator no. he does like all the english stuff and he's like popped up on like tiktok and youtube and i was listening to his stuff and it's like he basically is a poet okay. he's a commentator but he's like basically a poet and he, he, he like it's not like intense poetry where it's like thou art will do this mm. it's just like putting poem like similes and all these things in a sentence and then make it like he, he'd like write it out before he commentates and i looked at that and i went i could do that Mm. Uh, and I've just basically just started like I've got like a Google Docs where I just like basically just like read poetry and be like oh that's a cool sentence I'm just gonna replace this word with this word and I'm gonna use that tomorrow and it's like a sign that like I've been doing this like I think it's actually pretty like well sure fun. it would help
0: you improve it would improve your journalism skills I would imagine yeah. if you just have a better just grasp I'm not saying you're a bad writer but do you know what I mean like you could, there's no harm yeah. in reading other stuff especially out of your You can always, zone improve. As well. always improve. you can always improve always improve, always yeah, improve. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, how did you actually get good at writing? do you know did you did it was it just by sheer just just doing it constantly or were you did you study it or
1: so i think firstly i'm i'm awful at maths okay like I, i've got quite bad dyslexia um so growing up in school i always struggled with like maths and sciences and it's like for a levels i did you know all the essay subjects so yeah. that definitely would have helped and I, I did go to quite a decent school before coming to ireland so oh yeah i'm I'm english by the way like o- obviously yeah <laughs> obviously sorry that was something i've complete, like I, i've moved <laughs> over here for college um so i think that definitely helped yeah and then so sign with like csgo writing it, it it draws on with the commenting stuff i have got a very good knowledge about the scene especially in the uk that mm. a lot of people wouldn't have so that was kind of one of my um like valuable points if i can think of stuff that happened two years ago that everyone would go well w- wouldn't have thought of that they wouldn't even like have thought to research it mm. and like i have yeah just the, and stuff like that for instance and also great editors so especially with something like uk csgo we're not big but we have a very experienced team on the like outside because it's for instance like the lads i was with yesterday i was talking to you about that are all going to poland by like, the irish scene they're like top level writers and i can message any of them and go oh look can you edit this piece for me mm. because i just have and like um adam conway he is um uh, a writer for xda i don't know if you know what that is it's like no. the biggest like phone company they do reviews okay so i have him on speed dial just being, like, of, phone,
0: of mobiles, is yeah, yeah and like technology
1: and yeah, stuff so, yeah. so i have him on speed dial and go hey look can you just like It's like a short little piece. Can you edit it for me and make notes for me? And he'll go, yeah, sure. Send me back half a page of notes and go, this is what you can improve on. This was really good. And I, same with commentating, I just had this massive like like, uh, support circle around me and I just utilized it. Mm. And I'm still like just, again, doing a lot. That helps as well. um, Trial and test. And then just reading. I like, I will like, firstly, I enjoy doing it because it's like, I enjoy reading um, this person's opinion piece on this, but that's how you improve. You see what they are writing and you go, that's a really like i picked up whereby it's such a simple word and now it's a core part of my writing so it's <laughs> a very easy like joining word to join on sentences and you can interchange it with whatever mm. and just like reading and talking to people as well the be- the only way you can learn is by talking to people who are better than you figure out what they do and i call it the yunk and twist you take what they do you pick a twist on it and you put it on the paper mm. and you can do that with anything
0: Oh yeah. Um, who do you think at the at the moment would be your top player at the moment? In in as was oh. I wrote that question before you told me that it feckin changes. What like
1: once every I mo- think the player though no the player player Simple. no he's this Ukrainian guy called Simple um I, have, and I, know, like, I actually even i know simple the best. like there's we were actually because like i had the lads staying at my house tomorrow uh last night who were going to poland so my okay. flatmates were obviously like oh esports yeah <laughs> who's the best player in csgo so we've actually had this conversation recently you could um so in a lot of games and a lot of sports like for instance tennis you have like the the golden three or four or five that are like yeah. these great like Rafael nadal andy murray who are like interchanging um yeah yeah. yeah, and like you um you could like the argument for top one is very contentious in esports you have a very clear top one and then top two could be like 20 players it's a very interesting ranking um, system. Why? Yeah. Why is
0: that though? Is it you just have, because
1: of the level of tournaments that they're in? I think in it's or? A, a lot of tournaments and the fact the game's been around for twenty years. Like you have someone mm. like, get right. He's a Swedish guy who's retired now. Was the best player in the year, best player in the year, like three, two years in a row in like 2014, 2015. So you could give him an argument for second best, and then Cold Zero, who is a Brazilian guy who again has dropped off now, but was the best player in the year two years in a row. And you have and then like all these other players, but then. Number one, simple. You can't argue that. He's just, <laughs> it's the consistency. He's been competing since like 2014. He made top 20 when he was like like second year playing and has been the best year. And he's, he's the only player to have won the best player of the year three times.
0: Three? Oh, only? only, he's the only he's, no, he's the only, only person ever to do it.
1: To do it three times. Three times. Uh, I think it was two years in a row. And then last year he didn't win it. And this year he did. And just, like, with,
0: with a player with CSGO, what do you think makes them a good player? Like, w- like w- out of everything, that like, what do you think
1: would be the most, As somebody who yeah. competes
0: themselves as well, or are used to, at least, like, what would you say would be the top characteristics of a player?
1: Just drive. Drive. Like, you have to be so consistently always looking to improve watching others um it's very similar to traditional sports in that manner good mental you have to have a good mentor. because if you're playing like the circuit's very intense mm. um and a thing about cs is that a comeback is never impossible you see it a lot you have to have the mentality to be able to like reset at every single round and go into it completely fresh um and also just like you do like it comes down to the point and like someone like simple he's just naturally talented mm. and also time that man's got like 30,000 hours in the game plus. You put him in a scenario, he's been in that scenario 20 times within the last week already. And it's like, that's also like that's just a big thing. Like you see, you have to just play the game a lot and mm. you have to also be, I think you have to be very mentally and physically fit. You have to like. I, I'm always a big advocate of just doing like exercise, going for walks, and you see a lot of the better players now. It's exactly what happens. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah.
0: I've noticed it as myself as well. Like you see them do their any press thing stuff. Like even with um, what's the what's the team that ACU was on, um, for Apex. Anyway, they're all fit looking. They're yeah. they're none of these kind of you know, Trolls. the stereotypical gamer <laughs> yeah. look that people like to put forward, they're all very fit looking, yeah.
1: yeah. And a big part, like, um, teams have physiotherapists, teams have mm. um, everyone, like, you've got, like, um, a very interesting interview I did with someone in, in Cologne with one of the FaZe players. He has a, a, so the team have a psychologist, like a sports psychologist, mm. and then he has his own personal one. And he's talking to them, like, every day. He's he's written, so he has to be mentally and physically very fit. And if someone can keep up on that, um, you're, you're sorted. But I think, yeah, it's like the, the values wouldn't be too far from traditional sports of so just like putting in the time and just learning and just mm. being consistently able to adapt and then just having a good mental.
0: Having a good mental, um, yeah, well, sure. Like, even the, the dietitian thing comes back to my head because, like, if you're not eat, i know if you're not eating, if you're eating like shit, you can't think properly yeah. as well. Like. Um, what uh, are you playing? Any other video games at the moment?
1: Love a bit of Call of Duty. A little bit of Call of Duty. The, the which, well, Call of which one? Which one? Like oh. just the brand new one. Like War,
0: what's it called? The, the the World War. War what what's, is it? The Battle Royale thing? Is no, it, or, just like just oh, like just, actually, just
1: like bulk, like we just hop. Um, a big like. It's a very like I can just sit there and just like not think and <laughs> like um like all, all my friends play it and that's why I bought it. Yeah. So like we we all work in esports. Um and like, they play a lot of football manager. They play an obscene amount football, of football manager. Oh my god, everyone in esports plays football manager. I don't get it. I've never it played be, it. I it can't pick, up, type of game can't pick up on it. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> plays it. It's actually like, I feel like I need to play it just to join in because, like, ev- like everyone plays it in esports. You,
0: you don't even play the match in football manager. No, you watch not? it. You sim you, it. You, you, yeah. Yeah.
1: And, like, oh my god, everyone watches it uh plays it. And then, like, oh, bit of pro clubs on FIFA. Again everyone <laughs> kind of like it's so much it's like these like games you can turn off and out of just, all, like, yeah, like out of all the of
0: unwinding games I did not think you were going to say football manager <laughs> oh
1: yeah because like yeah and then like people um, yeah a lot of people say you should play it uh, also I know um, I play a lot of Hearthstone what's that? it's like a really like this is nerdy now okay it's like a card game and like it's just like each card's just like different and then you get like gold and you can like play cards and you play um i play like the battle royale version it's called battlegrounds and you have like eight people and you have turns um and like each card has a different like type and stuff okay. it's super nerdy and me and brandon play it together oh, no, we like were, did, yeah
0: did you ever play the witcher 3
1: yeah uh, didn't play it but it's similar the card game the i think is, yeah, yeah gwent would be very very similar i spent
0: more time in witcher 3 playing gwent than i did doing anything else yeah, in the game <laughs> makes sense um it was unbelievably addictive <laughs> yeah
1: i actually like i don't have the time to play cs that much anymore like, you don't know I, I i try to play as much as possible but like I just don't have the time and mm. a lot of the times if i've got like a seven hour six hour workday the last thing i want to do is play cs CSGO, especially
0: when you've been looking at it all yeah day well. and I've,
1: i think a big part of that is just taking care of burnout and making sure i don't slip into it again mm. um and like if i'm just constantly cs 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 and that's why university is so good because i finish finish commentating for the day had a long day had a long week walk into the kitchen it's always something happening in our kitchen mm. i'm going like oh um keen you wanna go grab a coffee stuff like that and that's why i think university me being at university still is so good because i've always got people around me
0: are you are you living on campus
1: yeah in the, oh nice so okay, handy yeah, yeah. so handy
0: no i never had that luxury now when i was but i would have loved it but i don't i don't think i'd get any work done though to be honest <laughs> i get yeah
1: that's oh yeah it's, it's hard sometimes to be able to be like no mm. and a lot of my friends have under like understand now about my work um yeah. and like sometimes i'm just like look i can't come out because i've got like i start work at 9 a.m tomorrow i have to be up at 6 30 sorry
0: is there any upcoming games that you're looking forward to this year
1: don't I, know i don't know like we, we were talking about <laughs> us last night we like i wouldn't classify us as gamers because we we just play one game
0: yeah i suppose so just games yeah you know, like what would you call that <laughs> like
1: we just we like i like you'd almost separate esports and games into two different categories because like i like i couldn't tell you anything about the gaming world anymore really like you wouldn't, you wouldn't... skyrim love a bit of that love a bit of skyrim that's pretty much it Ooh, okay
0: do you not get sick do you not get sick of it after ever so often just go like oh no
1: some like especially because with the cct stuff like it's full time yeah and that i think there what like that was the first time i ever woke up for it like you're waking up at seven seven in the morning on a cold november's day it's dark outside just starting at 9 a.m and like you, you're just in bed and you're like yeah. and like i that was the first time i properly had like a little bit of a i just want to go back to bed yeah yeah (laughs) um over summer i like i worked i i just worked like i didn't do anything else but esports um and i was like creating content and i was doing like everything i could possibly do and i got to the player break so the last event before the player break was germany i was in cologne the biggest events of the year for the finals i turned to my mates and i go "Wait, you guys want to go grab like go to chipper and grab food like the last thing i want to do right now is watch cs Mm. and i went for a bit of like a phase of just like like just just too much and like I sat down, and I was like, I just, I'm just doing too much right now, <laughs> and like I'm just tired, I'm stressed, um, and yeah, and then I went home and gave myself four days and went, Gosh, I want to go back to CS, I <laughs> like I just like f- four days inside break, I was like, I'm bored now, <laughs> but then um over Christmas I gave myself a really good break, I was um didn't touch my PC for like two weeks, big part of that because I was in I was in Belgium working, um, so like that helped, and like it wasn't CS, it was equestrian. Um, oh yeah is yeah. this where you
0: had the photography yeah. Is that, yeah and
1: like commentating stuff so that was like a nice change up a nice change of scenery but um, I'm very conscious this year about like diet as well mm-hmm. my diet last year I just wasn't eating because <laughs> um, I was just busy um, and like taking care of myself a lot more
0: um but the equestrian thing actually jumping on it the photography has that all because you did for you did the photography at yeah. that event has that always been a passion year as just well, like or? yeah just
1: like i find I, i've worked this year with some of the most talented photographers like i'd say in the world mm. and i see the stuff they make and it just it like it gives me so much motivation and like i'm like i want to do that not out of like a job just just to yeah, be just like i like this is a really cool thing i can produce and that's what i did with the equestrian didn't get paid for it however i was like I love seeing like the amount of people I made smile, mm. and the amount of people that were like, "Oh my god, this is like the coolest photo you've ever got." Because I was doing a lot of candid photos, and they were like, "Oh my god, it's like the coolest photo you've ever got of me." And I was like, "That's that's <laughs> grand." Yeah. And um, so we have like uh, because I, because I've got my camera right now, um, I use it for like videos and and photography. It's like fairly decent. Um, in the UK event we're going to next month, I'm going with UKCSGO, so we're like creating like a gallery, and sure. we're gonna do like a lot of stuff with that. Because again players at this level don't always get photos so it's like I want to give them that
0: what do you mean they don't always get photos like they, even we when they win nobody takes a photo of them
1: oh yeah we would but like these smaller events smaller like, events yeah. Like, yeah like you wouldn't have a photographer you'd have a photographer there at the event and if you get to the finals you get your photos yeah, if you're yeah. not at the finals Sherlock mm. and what what is actually just to curious you what is the what is the wildest thing you've ever seen at one of these events oh definitely craziest thing I've seen Germany this summer uh, the grand finals it was a best of five um, normally, they're best of threes, best right. of five, it's like a seven-hour game. Jesus Christ! The game ended at 11 p.m.
0: How long? How long is a normal CS going? A game? normal
1: map. So a map like, takes anywhere between 40, uh, 40 minutes to an hour and twenty. Can go longer because of like overtimes. Yeah. So this is a best of three. Normally takes, I'd say, three hours on average. Three, three and a half hours. Right. Long games always. Long game, best yeah. of five, seven hours deep. Like the game was going overtimes. Every single map was going to the absolute like limit gas series is it
0: always bombs by the way or is do they do the hostage situation just, well? just, just bombs Just bombs. Yeah.
1: yeah um and then so you're on the, the the last map it's like 14 14 best of 60 so it's first 16 14 14 super close the crowd like, it's 11 p.m on a sunday crowd still full full everyone's going mental and phase pull out this like crazy play where someone on nuke just runs and he just basically like just holds w and kills three of them crowds going fucking crazy (laughs) like it's like such a rat like he's just thrown they've they've gone from being like very passive very like conditioning just good cs to him probably the players going let me do this and it works out perfectly crowd goes absolutely crazy and because we're in the press area we're like right at the front so i'm in the middle of all of this and i'm like what is going on and then you you like the the very next round is 15 14 match point series point they do the exact same play works out the exact same way and like everyone the crowd's just going absolutely crazy because it's like this this team they've just basically secured themselves as the best team of 2022 they've won like there's no team that has won everything that they've won in the year Mm. and it's just like they've done it in such a crazy fashion and everyone's there like wow also we did an interview at that night at midnight like we literally were doing interviews at midnight.
0: <laughs> oh I could think of nothing worse than doing an interview at
1: midnight. <laughs> and then because like so that the arena the, and then it. the arena gets closed. Yeah. So we're editing the video on the bridge of Cologne, walking back to our host like our hotel, and like publishing it using my five G on the bridge of the like because it's like just to get it out it's just so else. like that yeah. for me just capitulates just how like scuffed it sometimes gets of so just like you're there like on a bridge in Cologne like trying to f- uh, uh, like publish the interview and the interview like popped off. It got like for us eight K views on an interview, fairly decent. decent, um yeah. and like it was good fun. And then obviously oh the next day travel day was awful 13 14 hour travel day i got home at 2 a.m oh jesus
0: 13 or 14 hours from cologne yeah where were we going
1: england oh,
0: it shouldn't have taken that long i,
1: I know <laughs> don't worry i know
0: <laughs> is not there an airport in cologne Th-
1: there was oh, there was okay. um it was like a we were in the airport for five six hours and then when i go back to england um i missed my bus because we were so we were back so late so oh, i had to like get somehow get home and then it was the hottest day ever recorded um, so the train tracks melted oh, so just
0: a really oh when was this
1: uh, midsummer August this, time this year yeah I remember that train yeah, tracks melted I remember that um, somehow like the train just appeared got to my train station at like 1am dad was obviously asleep and I was like hey can you pick me up <laughs> it's like I'm asleep I was like I want to get yeah. home
0: <laughs> what's mental about that is feckin Cologne nearly flooded the a uh, couple of months prior to that as well <laughs> oh
1: yeah oh it was crazy, crazy. hot like yeah. it was ridiculously warm
0: Um. so uh, I guess Actually, I have a, one one more question about CS:GO. Do you ever think there'll be a shooter that will go above it in terms of the co- c- competitive sphere? Because many have tried. Valorant's <laughs> trying, yeah. and
1: I just don't think it's exceeding. Like it's, I, I've tried it, and everyone like I've been there. I've tried it. I've, I've casted it, it, it. I've, I've played it, and it just makes no sense to me. And so, in esports, you have two different ways of dealing with the game: like a competitive stance. You have CS:GO, who is just like go wild you have esl blast e-league all these different tournaments who just host their own tournaments and they have this own like little tour going on and then you have valve who come in and go like i'm going to give you 1.5 mil for a tournament every year or two tournaments a year yeah that's literally the only involvement we're ever going to have the rest go wild and then you have valorant league of legends overwatch call of duty which is something called franchised where it's the they have a very um top heavy thing with it's like i know the overwatch league was the first thing and it's like the buy-ins these tournaments are like t- the leagues are like 40 million you're like eight teams the buy-ins are 40 million so it's like a, so you know an nba no one goes up or down yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just one league so that's a franchise league yeah. so football is similar to what csgo has the leagues you go up and down as you be. If you okay. go bad, you go down. NBA, um, pretty much all of American sports are franchised, so you have to buy into it. And that means that the tier two, tier three level is just non existent because everything is at the very top. So Valorant mm. is going into that now. They in 2023 are a franchised game, so they have this one massive tournament that's going to be really big. And then you go down to the next tier, nothing, nothing yeah. absolutely nothing. Like all the people I know who are competing at this level, they have. A tournament every three months and i hate that it's so unsustainable and i think that's the reason why no game a, a franchise game will attract all this like safe sponsorship because it's safe yeah you have maybe bigger sponsors coming in but then as an esports in general it's not going to grow as much and i think the game is going to die out um but it's going to be good like it's, it's going to have success but i just don't think it's ever 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 going to hit CS:GO unless cs just magically dies yeah but it's not going to though. it's just not yeah, yeah. it's
0: because like it was popular when I was fucking twelve, and it's that was te- uh, sixteen years ago, and it's only getting more <laughs> popular as well, which is crazy. Yeah.
1: Like it's um, it just see, I don't even know how to explain it. It just never dies.
0: Yeah, it is mental. Like um, I remember it's it's mad because like even when I played it recently, um, the control schemes are still very much the same. Like it hasn't really cool. changed much. They just graphically it's different. It's they've they've updated the graphics, but other than that, it's pretty much the same game, which is yeah. bonkers. And it started off as a mod yeah it for a, um for uh half-life, Gary ha- Half-Life. Half-Life yeah, yeah yeah it was a mod for that which is insane to think of it as well because half-life yeah. plays very similar to it if you ever played
1: yeah it's um i haven't I, w- I wouldn't have played it myself but like i understand like what it is um hmm. but yeah i like it's a very it's it's great and um i love it personally like it's just it's an no, addiction I think that's very ev- you can't, <laughs> evident you can't you can't get like i've been everyone's tried like parents have been like stop and i'm like no yeah
0: I'm trying to think of games that I was, like, properly addicted to. Did you ever play XCOM?
1: Oh, God, yeah. I yeah. wouldn't, again, wouldn't have played it, but I would have watched, like, the old like the play playthroughs and stuff of it. Oh, it's, um, it's,
0: I love it, but it's very difficult. And then yeah. Dark Souls would be the other oh, series.
1: I've always, once again, I, I think I might buy it for my Switch. And it's very frustrating. Travel days. <laughs> travel days, I think I might stop playing it. Yeah. It's
0: not a fun game. Like, I've finished the first one now without dying. I'm currently practicing to That's finish free. the third one. Yeah, I can finish the first one in six hours.
1: That's like really impressive actually <laughs> that's very very good but
0: i'm doing the third one now and i've nearly i've nearly done Sekiro without dying as well i've got that's... a good bit in that too so that'd be my that'd be my type of games but then you yeah. put me in front of say apex legends or something like that which i play but i'm terrible at it yeah i can't play it that's very good though. i also Six. refuse to play with the mouse and keyboard much ah. to my friend
1: <laughs> yeah see I, I like i'm the other way around now like i started on xbox but now it's like i've got yeah like i can't i, I because of how much CS i played i'm I can just you pick probably up a could game. Never go by. <laughs> oh, I, I can also just pick up any like shooter game yeah. and be like better than the average without have playing it like ever
0: well, yeah because the, it's the mouse which
1: does most of the it's work the anyway yeah, yeah it's the same idea like it crosses over
0: no like friends of mine like because like i said i stream on twitch and like followers will send me games I like, just play this and it's like ah no controller support and they're like
1: yeah. buy a fucking mouse
0: it's just like, like but it's then not that costs hard.
1: money i've got spare <laughs> mice i will give you a mice like I, I, i've I'm been gonna, told that as well i'm gonna let you i'm, I'm not letting you sit here and still use <laughs> I'll do it right in front of you now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: so then um yeah, so this is the part where basically you plug what you have next. Plug what um, I
1: have next. What do I have next? I have um
0: We have the thing in
1: the thing. Yeah, busy I've I've got a busy February. <laughs> I'm bring, I'm off to Poland for um I am Kalavice. I'm there with eSport Fire. i be doing interviews there on YouTube, um and then I still have i i can't say something on have no idea what i'm doing the next week don't know where i'm gonna be <laughs> i have no clue i don't have a I, it's very annoying cause there's a lot of just like i want to know um and then i the week later i'm then going to e- england for epic land which is like our regional lamb uh, so it's a bring your own computer it's a bring your own computer event oh wow you have like 50 teams that will show up and then uh, we're going to be covering it as press with UKCS Go, um, and then I also do a lot of work with MSI, so I they'll be there, and I'll be doing content with them. And I'm hopefully going to be like I did a, I did a bit of with them last year, and this year I think I'm going to be doing like a lot of content with them, which is something I'm enjoying. Um, I'm if you want to check out my Twitter at uh, GrimyRana, I like everything that I'm doing. You might want to spell that by the way. Oh, uh, <laughs> it will be it's like. It, oh yeah, it'll, it'll be tied to the episode. That's yeah, yeah. pretty much like. <laughs> the the twitter is like pretty much like everything that i do goes on there um and then so with the cct stuff you can find us on twitch uh twitch.tv slash cct underscore en um and i'm pretty like whenever i like i'm always just on there in between like the events especially i have this month is like i'll be like i I get back and i'll be back from Poland for like two days both those days i'm on broadcast Mm. um and yeah my instagram is freddie.pritchard esports very simple um and <laughs> it'll be tagged in the thing as yeah, well yeah i'm i'm sure. honestly i'm not i'm not i'm pretty sure it's just yeah like the, the, the twitter is like everything goes through twitter so if mm. there's anything you ever want to find out it's always on twitter very active on it yeah
0: and uh the final question that I finish every interview with is uh uh oh my god i forgot the question what do you enjoy most about what you do
1: <laughs> honestly do you know what it is? I think it's 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 um turning around to people who my whole life have been very critical of what I do and just being like "Fuck you <laughs> uh, and just like That's it's not petty at all <laughs> it's not oh yeah i like i it, it might be petty, but it's like being able to do what I love every single day, meeting and now being like all the people that I grew up watching and all the people that I would seem like see as like these big figures just kind of like mingling around them mm. and being like associated with them is something that is still absolutely crazy to me and i i do have a bit like big imposter syndrome still being like why am i here how have i got here Mm. um but it's just like looking around and people who like i used to go to school with being like i doubted you fair enough you've done well and like my parents as well being like coming to terms with it a lot more because of just being like look i'm in germany in front of thirty thousand people doing an interview
0: yeah and they're like (laughs) oh
1: okay like we can't can't sit here and like deny it anymore and like as especially the it sounds it's just like it's it feels great it feels amazing
0: i'd say it does sit in thirty thousand people watching you do something you yeah, love
1: it's just like it, it doesn't feel real and it, it like i don't see it it's not real life like i it just doesn't feel real
0: <laughs> what does that mean what do you mean
1: <laughs> like me and brandon were saying like it's just not a real job like it can't be like it, it doesn't make sense that i wake up and I just like, I scroll, I go over to my desk and I talk in front of like 8,000 people on a regular. And it's like, that just doesn't feel like it doesn't feel real. Like, okay. I'm just someone who really enjoys CSGO and has somehow made money off it. And like, it just, I don't know. It's like, no, I, I, yeah. I get what you're trying it's, to it say. It just yeah. doesn't like, it doesn't make sense to me yet. And even though I've been doing it for like a year, it's like, it's still just like, like i'm just like a 19 year old who just plays you're 19 yeah
0: oh for fuck's sake that's so yeah. annoying i just like
1: <laughs> I, just, I just play games and it's like um yeah so the, the moral of the story guys oh i will say i'm very lucky in a position i am i did very well at school so i always have that no mm. matter what happens i always have school mm. and like i'm finishing university no matter what happens i'm gonna have the degree when you, you're you probably finished what th- next year next, you finished next year second year oh nice okay Ooh, well, best of luck with that
0: as well. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, anyway, thank you so much for coming on. That's yeah, the end no of the worries. episode. And uh, yeah, I will link all your shit, the social media, not your shit, your lo- social media links and all that kind of carry on in. Perfect. But thank, thank you very you for much
1: for coming me. on. And no problem at all. You thank can you come you back much. anytime. I'm, well, I'd be more than happy to. No,
0: genuinely you can, yeah. yeah. I say it to every guest as well. <laughs> 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 so that is the end of our episode for this week I want to give a big thank you again to Freddy for coming on you can check him out at Grimmy Ranner on Instagram and Twitter and uh, yeah if you really like the episode please give the podcast a follow it greatly helps us out and if you're very kind you can leave us a review as long as it's a good one that also helps us out it puts us up on those charts gets people more people to see it so I'd very very much appreciate that and I guess because I never get the chance to plug this if you want to watch me play video games uh, you can catch me at assumingfish on Twitch I'm currently trying to finish Dark Souls 3 without dying It's driving me nuts but um i'm so glad i gotta plug that um but uh yeah i hope you have a lovely weekend again thank you so much for listening to the episode and we'll see you again next week for a new guest and a new episode and uh i guess bye